Hello, it is me, the gamer124, joining you from the future. Yes, that's the future, because we had a really long podcast. It is past E3, we are breaking down everything on E3, and I realized we had a three-hour-long podcast. And rather than throwing out a three-hour-long podcast, I just decided I'm going to split it into two. So here is part one of two of E3. So enjoy part one of two. Hello and welcome to another episode of That's Just Gamer Talk. I am the Gamer One Two Four. Joined with me as always is Tom Cruise. Can lose. How you doing today? I'm doing just fine. I, I'm glad to be here with my good friend Jesus Christ right outside the window. Oh yes, he's having a swell. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Swell of a time. I did not put on the bingo card. Why is that not in the bingo card? I don't know. Eh, I, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, uh, I got. I don't know about you, but I got seven pages of freaking notes for E3, so we got we got. I'm some, ready. We got we got some beef to talk about. We got the beef. We you know you know Arby's when they go like we got we bring the beef or whatever. We got the beef. We got the beef. That's what we got. We got the beef today. We got the beef. So uh, rather than just jumping on E3, there were a few things that I kind of wanted to point out right right before that. I know I just talked about how big E3 is going to be and how much we're going to talk about, but you know, uh, first thing I wanted to, stupid fly. Um, the Amazon Luna is opening access to all of its Prime members on January twenty or January June June twenty first and twenty second, uh, aka Prime Days. Basically, it's I think it's supposed to be like a technical look or first first look at something like that. Uh, from reviews from tech from like tech places or tech reviewers, basically, it looks to be. It looks like he got about the same reviews as Stadia did, so. Cool. Did they announce at any point, like, what kind of dev teams they have in the work making games for them, aside from no. that one MMO that they already... Oh, okay. No. And also, it, they also noted that it had a surprisingly low amount of games. Do you see a trend here? <laughs> okay. Remember, remember right. what Stadia was? It has a surprisingly yep. low amount of games oh, and, and input lag and latency and st- issues. Hmm. It's like, Wait, we've been, it's like we've been here before. S- slow down here a minute, okay? Stadia is not dead. They said they said themselves, it's still it's going true. strong, baby. Shit, you right. Shit, you right. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I just wanted to point that out. Real. Just seeing like maybe well, first look of uh, Luna. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it won't be as bad, but uh, I'm not holding my breath. Uh, I will hold up a little bit of optimism for them. Maybe they looked at Stadia and were like, okay, these are the mistakes that they made. Let's try and correct those mistakes. They're not really showing that right now, but maybe, maybe they will. L- yep. let's, let's remain somewhat optimistic. Exactly. I, yeah. Uh, but- and then the other little bit of news, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is returning to the PlayStation Store June 21st. Uh, Sony also confirmed this with uh, with, a twi- with a Twitter post. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be re- relaunching on the PS Store with updates and bug fixes, uh, but Sony still commented basically saying that, hey, if you're going to play it on the PS4, just don't. <laughs> play it on a PS5 or a PS4 Pro. Like, because otherwise you're going to experience still a lot of issues still just saying as it is. Uh, I don't know about you, but when a game company like Sony says, hey, just don't play it on the PS4. It's not a reassuring thing. No, 
Like, I guess it's cool that they're getting back on there, but at the same time, it's like, eh, boy, not uh, not great uh, from... It's not what you want to hear if you're a CD Projekt Red. Yeah. No. Are there, uh, didn't something else happen with them recently where, like, uh, investors are really mad at, like, the people in charge over there? Something. Oh, yeah, they've, there, there's a, there's a huge, uh, oh, what is it? There's a bunch of, uh, um, uh, cases that are basically being, uh, pushed together into one to make one, like, super case against, uh, CD Projekt Red's management style and, and like, management and just basically saying that they withheld information about the game that they clearly knew that the game clearly wasn't ready and stuff like that and all that um Jeez. so and that's and i think that's partially why cd project red really wanted to like i think last week we talked about how they're like they're in it for the long haul and stuff like that and i'm just like they kind of need to be because if they don't make the game good uh, that's going to even be worse than the um, a mass amount of court cases that's that's going against them at the moment. Yeah. So. Anyways, we don't need to talk about that. We got whole E3 to talk about. Yep. So uh, let's get to it. Starting with, uh, I'm just going to go in order. And I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't write down every game, basically. I didn't write down every game. I just wrote down what I thought was noteworthy or I thought looked interesting. Um, okay. So it's not going to be every game, uh, especially like some of the ones like I think the future game show. I wrote down two games. There was well more than two games showing off during that, but there was only two that I felt were interesting or that Worth I was talking about. Yeah, that I want that I that I would that I thought I would like. So okay, just putting that out there that I did not write down every game. That I would have a lot more notes if I did that. Uh, but yeah, starting with the summer game fest, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Yeah. Oh yeah! If this is like anything like Tiny Tina, uh, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, that'll be fucking great. I uh, what I'm expecting is basically that extended into a full Borderlands game. Like that, that sounds fucking amazing. Like I, I just have this idea going in my head. Like, what if they have like a co-op or multiplayer mode that's like you can make your own like D and D campaign That'd in the be game? Sick. I, I, and they have like a map editor and shit. I'm. Do I think that's going to happen? Kind of no, but I'm really hopeful. That'd be super, super I, cool and super sick. I could see them adding it to the game later on and stuff like that. Like, not, maybe not on release, but like maybe, maybe after like the year after the game's out, if it's a success, that yeah. uh, they could add something like that, which would be cool. So you could play through like your own campaigns in the game. That'd be, that'd be neat as hell. Either that or some modder will probably make it. Am I right? Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> Did they say yet if Tiny Tina is going to be the playable character or if it's going to be just like people playing the game? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't it, sound, it sounded like it's it sounded like she's going to be the the dungeon master or bunker master. I think is what they said is that Tiny Tina is the bunker master. Gotcha. Kind of like what okay. she was in Tiny Tina's uh, the the DLC for Borderlands Two, where she was just like. You know, you were playing, and then Tiny Tina was like, and then all of a sudden there was a giant rocket coming at you! <laughs> so, that... Dude, that DLC was so good. Yeah, that was pro that was definitely the best DLC in Borderlands 2. No no doubt. I think I went back and I replayed that. It was the only DLC I ever went to replay. I don't even... I even finished Torg's Badass... Greater Badassitude? I don't think I did. Hmm. Oh, well. It was okay. 
Yeah. At the very least. I think by that point I was just like, eh. I just I was just kind of done with Borderlands 2. Fair. But uh yeah. So yeah, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands looks great. Uh, what did you think of Metal Metal Slug Tactics? I remember playing this the arcade game growing up. Uh, like, have you played the um, uh, like the original like uh, Metal Slug games? Um, it looks interesting. I've personally never been a huge RTS guy, so there's a few games that came out where I'm like, cool, but it's like, also you know whatever. I'm sure the game will be good, especially for people that love games like that. Metal Slug has always had a really like unique art style, which I've found interesting. Yeah, yeah, I I liked Metal Gear or Metal Metal Gear Metal Metal Slug Metal Gear Metal Gear Slug. Yes, the Metal Slug Gear. <laughs> no Metal Slug. I've always liked Metal Slug. Growing up, there was always like we'd go to a cabin up north, and in there they had like a little arcade or whatever that you could play games in and stuff like that and so mm-hmm. when my parents were in the mess hall eating i would i would go out into like the little arcade area and i'd spend like i don't know three four dollars on that game alone and it was so good <laughs> very nice exactly so i like that it, it's it's a it, instead of the side scroll to shoot them up it's basically yeah like the the grid based combat so it's kind of like hitting that uh i don't know that XCOM, or uh, I guess more of like an Advanced Wars type feel. So that's cool. I kind of got a. Uh, oh, what's it called? I hate that I cannot remember it. I love that Fire Emblem. It gives me kind of a Fire Emblem vibe to it. Yep, yep. That's what I got too. So I'll be looking forward to that one. Yeah, that looked fun. Uh, how about Death Stranding uh, director's cut for PS5? Which I don't know if they're adding more to the game. Or, uh, who knows what Kojima does with these games anyway? I don't know. Have you ever? I've never played through Death Stranding. I never really f- tickled my fancy. But have you ever played them? I've played Death Stranding. Yeah. What did you think of it? Out of curiosity. I mean, gameplay wise, it was, it was all, it was all right. It. There was a whole lot of empty space where you're just kind of walking through the environment. A very, very pretty and well-designed environment. I do want to say that. But it's a lot of just walking from A to B, which is honestly pretty fine. I think that's the way the game was designed. I feel like it's a game that it's exactly the way that Kojima wanted it to be. I guess I'll just say that. I, I get that impression. Yeah, I that I think that's a good summarization of it. It's like not really sure what it was going for. I mean, I I haven't played the game, but for from as far as I can tell, it's like you're just walking, delivering packages and stuff like that. Sometimes they're volatile. A lot of a lot of subliminal messaging about like life, death, and rebirth. Um, if you really look into it, it can get pretty deep at times. I think it's a little longer than it needs to be, but it's it's still an okay game and definitely a very unique experience. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just they showed like this underground like thing and where you're like sneaking between enemies now, I guess. And then he and then I and then I pulled out that giant box and I thought he was gonna like metal metal gear it and or and and stuff like that. Like he was gonna go snake on them and I'm like, is this is this really how it's gonna and then I just jumped in it and I'm like 
What? I was like, I, I don't know if this is supposed to be a joke or what. I think so. <laughs> but I can't tell. I think it's I think it's funny, honestly, like um, how way before Death Stranding released, we were like all like, I wonder what this game's going to be. And then when the game was getting closer to release, we we're like, I wonder what this game's going to be. And now, so many years after the game's gotten released and it's about to get a re-release, we're like, wow, I wonder what this game is. Yeah, right. Like, what even is this game? Who knows? It's a mystery. Um, it always is a mystery with Kojima, isn't it? Yeah. It's not a very good man. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Evan was telling me the rumors not that long ago that Kojima's making like the like uh, like shit your pants scary horror game basically like that you almost need to sign a waiver when you buy the game like saying, hey, you know, this game is really scary and could like scar you basically. Jeez. Yeah. So apparently that's in the makes but who knows if that's actually real or anything like that but if it is hey man i'm pretty hardcore oh who knows what that man's up to anyone nowadays he is making a video game exactly probably or he could be making an art piece because i thought for years death stranding was just a giant art piece that was never going to come out (laughs) it it sort of is but okay (laughs) well i mean it did come out though that it did. That it did. Much sooner than I than I don't think anyone was expecting. But anyway, enough, enough on Death Stranding. We got more games to talk about. Uh, yep. Jurassic World Evolution 2 or whatever? I don't know. I've never... I, I don't... Is this basically just like Zoo Tycoon but with dinosaurs? I think so. I've never played the first one. Me either, but it's it, only, it, it was only shown off like six different times in the whole goddamn thing. So, you know, we won't escape this thing because, you know, life finds a way, am I right? Yep, you know it. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I got nothing to say on that one. I just, I just wanted to point out that it was shown six different times. I, I mean, I, I always, like, when Jurassic World Evolution first came out, I, I thought it was like, like a mobile, like, gacha game or something like that. And that, then I was like, oh, it's on PC cool is it like a zoo tycoon clone or something like that like you can make your own jurassic park and now the second one's coming out and i still don't know what the fuck it is and i sort of don't care yeah me neither uh what else sable uh sable looks really interesting they also had that uh uh the, the singer come out and sing and sing one of the songs from the game while the game with having the gameplay in the background that was nice, that, yeah. I was like, that was really cool, and honestly, the game looked really looked really interesting. It looks gorgeous. It does it does? That's one I'm definitely going to be on the lookout for. I had Absolutely. no, I, I had no idea like that was a thing until I saw that, and I'm just like, holy shit, this song is amazing. And then, and then they also had the gameplay, and I'm like, oh, this actually looks pretty fun. I'm gonna have to keep this one on my radar. Really amazing art style too. Like every frame looks like it was like drawn out sort of like made like a pseudo ghibli movie almost a little bit. it's really pretty is uh what else got yeah, lost ark which is like the amazon mmorpg that they're making feels like uh 
Diablo-esque in a way. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I, I mean, whenever I, I hate, whenever the... whenever I see like, Amazon oh, just yeah. making games, I'm just like, well, this will this just be like a thing that you play for a week and then it will just be gone like every other Amazon game, or is this actually going to be something that actually sticks for once? I I don't think it's going to stick. I'll be honest. It looks incredibly generic in every single way. I'm not exactly seeing how they're what they're doing to differentiate itself from like other games of its kind. I will say that it looks really solidly designed and out of all of Amazon's other games, this looks like it might have the most staying power. It looks like the best of what they have so far. I guess I should say. Yeah, I'm pretty much with you. It's like it looks super generic. And considering that the world of MMORPG is kind of flooded with like Final Fantasy 14, World of Warcraft, uh, Black Desert, Guild Wars 2 and stuff like that. Like what's going to incentivize people to like say, oh, yeah, I'm going to stop playing World of Warcraft to play this. Especially with games that have like, especially when it has like the game, it gameplay it does. And you remember, like, Diablo 2, like, Resurrected is coming out in, like, a couple months yeah. now. Yeah, and then and then there's that. Uh, whenever you go into a game like this, you always have to ask yourself, what, uh, what's going to attract other players to your game in particular? What are you doing different from the competition to make people want to come over to, like, your side or play your game and... For Lost Ark, I'm I just haven't really seen that yet. There, I have not seen it. Uh, then it go, like it go, it goes to like Amazon wants to make games, but like every time they do, it's just the most generic thing that doesn't really do anything different and stuff like that. And I'm just like, and 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 it's just like it's just gonna flop again unless they show something that's worth note noting and stuff like that. I just I just don't see it here. I have a feeling that Amazon's going to the devs that are working on their game and they're like, okay, make a League of Legends clone, make an MMO or something like that. And I feel like if they really just sit down and give their developers like freedom being like, hey, here's a bunch of money, go make whatever the fuck you want. I think they'd have a lot more luck personally. I agree. Maybe maybe that's what they're doing. And, you know, I'm just not seeing it. But I just I just. I find it hard to believe that in in like among all of the devs and stuff like that, out of all the people making games like these, that nobody has can come up with anything even like remotely different and stuff like that. Like I don't I don't buy that. I'm sorry. I just don't. Yeah. I, I think that this is like there I, I bet you devs are trying to come up with like interesting games that Amazon will approve and every time they try and pitch it to them, they just say no. Like, it all comes down to that the the company or publisher is just probably holding back certain holding back ideas that are probably a, a noteworthy, but yeah. they're just not letting him see the light of day. Maybe I'm dead wrong. Maybe maybe you're right. I don't know. I I I, I, I just find it hard to believe that this is the best they can come up with, though. Out of everything, it still does look like it had a ton of like 
effort put into it because it does look quite pretty, I will say. And I was like, and look, just... I, I was like, I don't play MMORPGs. Maybe it actually will be good. I don't know. Maybe if people can give it a try. Also, do we know if it's going to be like a like a twenty dollar game and then like, or is it like subscription based or is it like free to play? I don't know. From what I can tell, it's going to be subscription based, and there are loot boxes. Oh, good, lovely. Why are there loot boxes already? This is how you choose to advertise game. All right, now I have, I have even less faith that the game will succeed. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy the Platinum Founders Pack, the Gold Founders Pack, and the Lost Ark Silver Founders Pack. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, so it is free to play. That's okay. good. That's good, I guess. So I guess people can at least try it and, like, say, eh, not really, not really anything special, or say, hey, this ain't that bad, you know? Yeah. I just wouldn't, I would just like hate for it to be a subscription thing. People go, oh, I don't pay for subscriptions. That'll kill it faster. <laughs> anyway. Uh, based on Steam reviews, it's apparently like K-pop meets Diablo. So oh, God. Take that with what you, take that with what you will. Uh, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> you you say that know. and I'm just, I, and my first reaction was No. That 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 was just my reaction. That was that was my gut reaction right there. It's just no, just no, just no. Uh, well. who knows? Maybe it'll prove us wrong. No, that's that's what I always yeah. like to say with games. I doubt it's like maybe it'll prove us wrong. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? We got Salt and Sacrifice, which is made by the creators of Salt and Sanctuary. Never really played that one. Everyone tells me it's extremely good, though. Assault in the Sanctuary? Yeah. It's incredible. I absolutely love that game. I have never played it, so I'd be one that I probably should put on my list. Yep, on your incredibly long list. My incredibly long list that gets you... even longer every day of every moment. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm really happy that game's getting a sequel. It looks fucking gorgeous like a lot of the games we're going to be talking about today and yeah not much yeah. more to say it's, yeah no, uh, not much more to say i was like a, it's an already good game yeah yeah let's go with that uh how about we saw more we saw more from solar ash is that like hyper light drifter like 3d game or whatever and like you actually saw like it's like uh kind of like what's like a boss fight is going to look like it kind of looks like uh I don't know. It's like Hyper Light Three Drifter meets uh, Shadow of the Colossus. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, is awesome. <laughs> yep, I'm I'm on board a hundred percent. Oh yeah. I just wonder if it'll like. I don't, I don't know. Is that like every boss fight, or is it go, is it literally going to be like Shadow of the Colossus, where it's just like you just fight against those monsters and you're going to walk around? It doesn't. I don't think that is what's going to be the case. They've shown off like other ones where you're just kind of running around the map, fighting off enemies. Yeah. So, if that's boss fights, hey, I'm on board. Yep. Uh, let's see. Chivalry 2 launches. I've never really played Chivalry, but people really like that. Really like that one. I, yeah. I feel like I feel like Chivalry kind of fell off the uh 
just kind of fell off after like uh, Mordow came out. It was like that was kind of like the thing that everyone was kind of playing to get like some giant medieval action while they were waiting for Chivalry 2. It did, yeah. And then uh what was it came uh, that came out um one really good sword uh, sword fighting game that you always tell me I should play and I never do. Fighting game. What? It's the only one I could think of was like For Honor. That's what I mean. Everyone thought that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, I I was like, I know For Honor was like everyone thought it was basically going to be like a triple A chivalry game, but then it turned out it was just a fighter. Yeah, so I I, the funny thing about that is that uh, the first trailers that were shown off at E3 though were basically chivalry vibes. And stuff like that. And as the years went on, as like the years went into development, they transformed it into uh, like a 4v4 mode and stuff like that, rather than these giant like 50 player battles and stuff like that. And everyone was just kind of like, well, what? Good so, though. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely had a rough start. Uh, it's kind of rebounded, but, uh, so it it really hasn't done much to try and incentivize more people to come in, though. Yeah, no, that that's his big problem. But anyway, I was like, Chivalry Two is on. Yeah, if it's more Chivalry, I think people will just enjoy it. It's one of those games that it's like you just kind of fuck around in it for a while. <laughs> it looks fun. I'm sure it'll be a good time. The fact is, I think in one of the trailers I saw is that you can pick up people's heads and throw it at other people. is is kind of crazy. It's kind of really funny. <laughs> Yeah, I hope you could like in, like in classic dodgeball style, like catch the head that's coming at you, and you just like your player look like, looks at it and goes ah, and then you just like tosses it. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I wanted. <laughs> I would I I would throw heads just for that reason alone. <laughs> yep. You just play catch with heads. There's like a mini league of head football in the game at some oh point. God, it's just like dodge head. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the I'm down. Shit. That's yeah, exactly. fun as hell. Uh, fuck, I don't even remember what this one was. I wrote it down. I don't remember what it is. Uh, let me look it up real fast. Uh, can you tell me the name of it? Uh. I'll tell you when I the Anacruis A N A C R U S I S. I don't remember what this one is, but it's like I said, Left for Dead. It's like uh, uh, yeah, that um, like indie Left for Dead like space game. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep, I remember now. Kind of like using guns that look like they're from like old eighties movies and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I could, I, could, I'm... I could not remember it until I looked at the picture. I mean, the design of the ship it look it, it's taking place on looks. It it, it looks very eighties and very authentic in that sense, which I really appreciated. Uh. Not a huge fan of the design of the aliens and some of the humor, like, sort of falls flat, but everything seems to be on point, honestly, in my opinion, at least. I'm just, 
there are there were a lot of games in E3 that were like Left for Dead esque, and I'm just like, was this that, was this spawn from like Back for Blood? Basically, like did Back for Blood's like hype spawn this? Maybe this one. I feel like a few of these games were in development before Back for Blood uh, was announced. Specifically, one that I'll discuss later. But yeah, I could see that. I, but I'm just, I, I I don't know. It's just like. It, all, like there are very few Left 4 Dead games and stuff like that, uh, and, and stuff like that, like Left 4 Dead S games out there. Now, now there's a lot of them, and now it's just like now there's like three or four coming out. I'm just like, are people trying to get on the next craze that is going to be like co-op shooters? You know, I I almost be okay with that. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know. I also think it's partially because I I really do think it's because of Among Us, like the idea of playing with friends i think has really resonated with developers again and stuff like that like which is a good thing yeah yeah Uh, which is yeah sorry it's just like it's just like i think it's like oh well what kind of game do we make well remember that old game left for dead yeah let's make a game like that you know because like screw trying to make another among us or just like deceit game that's been done before about a thousand times yeah so I don't know. That, that's just how I look at it. I'm just like, I don't know what, what this craze is or what this is trying to do or something like that, but it definitely feels like people are trying to get on the next, what what they think is going to be the next big craze in gaming that yeah. everyone's uh, going to copy and stuff like that, whether, whether or not Back for Blood's going to spawn it or if it's already been in the works. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, just, I just find it interesting because like, Got I mean, Anna Cruz uh, and the Bun- and like a couple others. I mean, like a lot of fads that we've seen in the past, like the idea of playing with friends in video games, I think I feel I was like kind of fallen off the map in the last few years. And games like Fall Guys and Among Us have really sort, done a lot to resurrect that kind of want uh, with people to want to play uh, uh, video games together. And uh, we have all these people that want to that have uh, for years now, like haven't been able to have experiences like that in gaming aside from like a few exceptions. And now we have this entirely new like breed of people who are just getting into gaming for the first time or just experiencing this type of co-op gameplay like recently or doing it more. And it's resonating with a lot of people more than a lot, more than anyone would really expect. And I think it's that demand in particular that a lot of game devs are really responding to. It's like, okay, people want to play together. Let's give them that experience. Yeah, I think it comes down to like, 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 I think I think when it comes down to it, you look at like when quarantine first started over like a year and a half ago at this point. And so Mm -hmm. like that, you look at how many game like what games were out at the time. Not a lot of like co-op games. There's a lot of multiplayer games where you're like. Yeah, you could play with friends, but it's not like, not like you're, like you're just like you're you playing by, like battle royales and stuff. It's a lot. It's a lot of uh, battle royales. A lot of like competitive multiplayer and a lot of like really heavily like uh, single player games. Yeah, and then as as quarantine went on, we got like Fall Guys, and then we later got Among Us, where the idea was to play with friends, but like wasn't so much for like you know just like. I don't know, you weren't like competing against one another, but at the same time you were. It was more of like a fun kind of competing, yeah, and stuff like that. 
and everyone's just kind of like looks at that and they goes, whoa, we could get on that and stuff like that. Like everyone wants to play with everyone again and stuff like that. Like you want to work together and stuff like that rather than against each other or. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to do. For, but... uh, do like PVP sort of. Is yeah. Instead saying. of doing like PVP, it's like, oh, let's just, you know. Let's just, let's just get on this fuck like shit more up casual. Together, yeah. yeah, like fuck shit up together rather than working against one another. It's really interesting just, just looking at the past year, like where where it began and stuff like that, where quarantine began. And like I think it started with Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing then developed into Fall Guys, Fall Guys then evolved into Among Us, and then along with like Phasmophobia at the same time along that moment as well. And so I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, you could definitely see the trend as as the year went on. It was like heavy multiplayer games because, like, you you know, you could see friends and stuff like that. Then quarantine happens, you know, everyone's locked up and lo- locked in the rooms and stuff like that. And then it was just like, all right, let's let's all let's all be friends again. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. I don't feel like it's going to become oversaturated at any point. Uh, to where like it's getting annoying, but I I do see how uh, see where you're coming from, and like we're seeing like a lot more of it. And I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping this is a trend that we can just continue because I have a lot of fun with games like these, and personally, I've been like wanting games like this for a long time, and I'm hoping we get more of them. Yeah. I, it's it's always fun to look at like past years and see what the game what the gaming trends were for that yeah. year and stuff like that. Like we for years and years before this, it was like it was like MOBAs with starting with like League of Legends and it developed into like battle royales and stuff like that. Now it's kind of more going towards a type working together casual type fun. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, speaking of more co-op games, we've got Endless Dungeon. That looked pretty fun. It's just like, learn the game and die a lot. It was like another one where, or it was like, uh, you you were, it was like you and like four friends, like defend your ship and stuff like that as you repair it. That's right. Okay. And it was like, oh, you know, certain guns are, certain guns are good against certain aliens and you have to like stick together and stuff like that. Otherwise you're going to die. I was like that. That looks fun. Yeah. There was a there was a, with the amount of co op games that were shown off at E three that I, I remember seeing memes of like stop showing co op games. I don't have friends to play with. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was like, I relate too much to this. <laughs> Boy, you know I'll <laughs> never abandon you. Shit. No matter how much you want me to leave, I'll always be here. Run. I need to leave now. We need to run. Did you feel that breeze over your shoulder? <laughs> but I was the place at once. Uh, all right. Enough of that bit. Okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last Very one I have. Last one. Last one I have written down is Elden Ring. <laughs> Yeah. On it, I, mean, I was like, this game looks lo- this game looks awesome. Uh, I just I haven't played much of like Dark Souls games, <laughs> so 
I'm not. This game isn't for me, but I, I, I could, I could not, not leave it out. Yeah, like a lot of people are really excited for it, and understandably so. I feel like it's going to be a lot, like, I think it's going to be a lot different from like other like Souls s games, especially when it comes to like uh, style and story. I feel like it's going to have a much heavier story, especially when you consider it's being. Um, has like a, it's not Del Toro. Who's a, a J George R R Martin? Yep. Like helping with the story and all this stuff and implementing this really unique art style. I really do think that's I, half the reason why the game is like as hype as it is. Is like everyone's like, oh, it's being made by the story of J R R Martin, which cool. That which is almost exclusively the the reason, but it's. Like people like, uh, like the Souls S games, I've had fun with them before. Uh, I was like, it looks great. You also have to remember that it is it is basically a Dark Souls game. It's made by From Software, so yeah, it's going to be another Souls game. It's what they specialize in. It's what they do the best, and they make damn good games out of them. They really do. Yeah, I've never. I, it, it's it's hard to see. Uh, like a developer make games like these and stuff like that, like make a game like so similar to one another and continually have success and honestly get better as, as they go on and stuff like that. Like you had a, you know, you had like dark souls three, then you had like Sekiro shadows died twice. And then there was demon souls. I mean, obviously it was it was a remake of the original demon souls. Yeah, and stuff like that. Now you got Elden Ring, and I'm sure I missed one or two in there. Oh, you got Black Bloodborne. Bloodborne was in there too. Mm. Um, each with their own, like it's similar Ooh. gameplay, but each had their own unique quirks and stuff like that, which made them interesting and different from one another, despite the similarity in gameplay. So I think I think they've shown off that they can, you know consistently put out really good games and that's another reason why everyone is extremely hyped for it yep yeah that's about all i really got for uh summer games fest i i, I thought it was i thought it was a good way to kick off e3 uh well i mean Absolutely. starting out with tiny tina's uh wonderlands was fucking great sable is fucking great and there was a lot of other games that were definitely noteworthy yeah overall i thought that it was, was a definitely good way to start it Yep. Do you want to do ratings for this, or you do? What do you prefer to just leave this out? Eh, I don't really like to. Rate, I don't like to rate things. I just like said, "Hey, Same. did you show off a lot of good stuff? Did you show off a lot of interesting stuff? Did I? Did, was I entertained as I went through? Yeah. Then I'd say your job is done. Honestly, that's okay. that's how I look at it. I like uh, everyone. I I know everyone likes to rate things and stuff like that, and I'm just like, did you enjoy what you watched? Did you like? Did you see some games you were interested in? Then good. I they mean, did their job. Uh, I mean, I've never personally held the opinion that a complex opinion uh, can be summarized in just a number. No. So I've never been a fan of scores or and shit like that either, but just figured I'd ask. Yeah. No, I'm going to skip that. Yeah. It's just basically like, were, were, were you entertained and stuff like that? Yeah. Are you not entertained? Um... Next, we have uh, Ubisoft, I believe, was next. Hope I wrote these down in right order. I think I did. Yep. Uh, so then they they start out with the Rainbow Six Extinction. Extinction or no? Eradication? I think I wrote down Eradication. I'm pretty sure it's that. 
Let's see. Rainbow Six E. Extraction. Extra wow, I fucked it up. <laughs> oh, no, I did. I just can't read my... I just can't read the text that's, in, that's on my notes, even though it's the same as everything else. I just can't read is what it comes down to. Uh... So basically, Rainbow Six is getting its own zombie mode, I guess. In, in a is way, it a it, mode? I thought it, it was a whole new game. Well, it is a whole new game, but it's still using the operators of Rainbow Six, uh, Rainbow Six Siege and stuff like that. And then it looks like it's kind of like a, a mix of. Of like XCOM, where you're like working like you you go on missions and you go and you go like uh, to advance the story, then if like your operatives gets caught, you have to then go rescue them, and you can't use that operator until you've rescued them, which I think is a okay. nice touch. Makes sense. And so I'm just like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I wonder if these, it almost looks like, a, it really, like, when you go for the, like, rescue of the of your operative, it really does look like it's just, um, uh, it's just like a, like a Left 4 Dead kind of thing, where it's like, get in, get out. Another Left 4 Dead clone. I might, I might have underestimated how many there were. That, that's what I'm saying. I was like, it felt like there were a lot of Left 4 Dead clones in this and stuff like that. Like that's what I mean. It's like, like I said, like there were like, it felt like six. I'm sure. I think it was like four if I if I wrote down my notes correctly and stuff like that. That's it was crazy. Me. Are we counting the last one as a Left 4 Dead clone and like the Ascent as a Left 4 Dead clone? I'm gonna I'm gonna count uh, the Rainbow Six one as that, and I'm gonna count. Uh, uh, what was the Anna Cruz one as it? Yeah. Okay, so Rainbow Six, we have Anna Cruz, uh, Back for Blood, and Redfall. That's four. So wait, okay. no, wait, then there's also Rainbow Six Extraction, so that's five. Well, Rainbow Six is, the, we already wrote that one down. Oh, okay. So there was four. Okay. Yeah. As there was four as of right now. I think I'm. I think I might have wrote on another one. That. All right. But we'll see. Uh Oh no! Wait, there is one more. I forgot. Fuck. All right. So there's. Yeah. Four. yeah we'll, we'll we'll get to it. we'll get to it. it like I said, it just felt like there were a lot of games that felt like that game's successor and stuff like that. So there's that. Oh, so yeah. Right. I don't know. Rainbow Rainbow Six Rainbow Six was looked. Interesting, I guess. I don't really play the Rainbow Six series, but I can only I, I, I bet you a lot of Rainbow Six players are looking forward to this. Even like it, at least it's not like taking over well, Siege. Well I've always well I've always played like the Rainbow Six games. It this doesn't look like Rainbow Six. Which is which I find interesting. It it looks good though, still. I'm not I'm not gonna diss it at all. It it looks fun as fuck. Damn. Well, I'll put it. I was like, they put a lot of emphasis on it, and I think they showed off some gameplay and stuff like that. It looked good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Riders Republic looked fun to me. Like that one's just like one of those ones where it was like, they're like, it's like all different like uh, X Games type thing where you're basically racing or doing stunt stunt ones again. I don't know. It looked fun. I, I that, thought it could. I thought it yeah. could be fun. Yeah. Looks like a good time. I don't know. It, it, everyone's like, oh, games like these are like, why do they exist? I'm like, why do people not like fun games? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Uh, remember when you used to play games to have fun? Remember fun? Remember when that was the primary goal of playing video games? 
fun. Uh, I spoke, dude, with the raid. Thanks, my dude. I don't even have my things up, so I didn't even see that coming in. Thank you. I spoke, dude. Uh, we're you know, talking, e we're talking E3. So. I'm stick around and uh, follower, I spoke, dude. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We're talking. We're talking uh, E3. So if you'd like to stick around and uh, talk some E3 with us, come come right ahead. Or anyone that that is uh, rating in here as well. Is it wrong that watching the like trailer for Riders Republic, it kind of makes me want a Wacky Racers game? Like uh, racers when you take game. like that. Well, like take like this and like like the really like over the top like artsy fun style of like Destruction All Stars. I wish there was like. Kind of like a Mario Kart game almost, but like all the all your drivers have like their own abilities and shit. Like, I, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, this probably also will still be a lot of fun. I'm just saying it makes me want that game. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So, yeah, I mean, that's really what I wrote down here. It's like, oh, this looks like it could be fun. Uh, I think I told you last week after the podcast that I found out that uh Knockout City had like a free to play mode or whatever. Like you could play free until like uh you had like level twenty five in the game or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, that game looks fun. It looks it looks like it's like a lot of fun with with friends and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I hope they kind of do something like that where it's like you could play for a little bit and then if you like what you're playing, it's just like buy the game and stuff like that. Because if I really like Knockout City, I was like, I'll 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 buy it. Um. Uh, I mean, like, I'd fucking love to play, like, Knockout City with you. I'm not sure how that's, um, if that's what they're going to do with Riders Republic. I think it'd be awesome if they did that. I'm not really expecting them to, though. Me, me either. Well, it's just something that, like, a lot of these, like, games that are, like, people are, like, eh, it's, it's whatever and stuff like that are, like, but it's like, oh, but it looks like a, like a lot of fun, like with friends and stuff, especially with like what we were talking about, how games kind of are going like more co-op type feel like. It's like that would be a great way to get people into the game and stuff like that. You not know, saying, that's actually very fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying like, like just to like try it and stuff like that. And then if like a bunch of friends like say, hey, that looked really fun and stuff like that. Or, you know, we, we had a lot of fun. Let's 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 keep playing it and stuff like that. And that's how you get people in, baby. It, it might also be useful at, at some point to introduce like um, a way out system where if you like buy the game in like bulks of like one or two or three, like it gets progressively cheaper or like uh, it, you could. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, I remember there was like a, there was one game I remember that I was like, that I really liked playing. It came in like packs of four. I bought like a four pack for me and a couple of buddies in college play i don't remember what that game was now but i remember doing that and i was like oh that's nice it was uh maybe it was like gauntlet game was that what it was called i do not remember it was like based off an old arcade game if i'm not mistaken i don't know i don't remember we're moving on okay okay we're moving on. I don't remember. Uh, they showed off more For Honor stuff. Uh, as a big fan of For Honor, I I I I wanted to talk about it. It's For Honor. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's all I wanted to point out there. It's like they added uh, new cosmetics and and weapon looks. You keep okay. doing. You keep doing your you For Honor. 
I, I, I honestly don't know what they can do to the game to make people to incentivize people to come play. I really don't know. I, it, it's either you like the game or you don't. That, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, With so many like, games come, coming out now, too, it's going to be like especially hard to get new players and a, a game like For Honor. Exactly. So I'm just like, it, it's, it's whatever. I feel like you either like the game or you don't. And it, 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 it's something that I've come to notice is like fighter games are just not popular anymore. They're just... They, they kind of exist in their own little realm and stuff like that. And then a lot of people just kind of forget that they exist a lot of the times. Like, hey, uh, maybe we'll be the next fad. Man, we have Left 4 Dead clones now. We'll have fighting games later. Yeah, I, maybe, maybe, maybe gaming, uh, maybe, uh, maybe games are like fat are like fashion. Basically, they come around every once every like 10 years. <laughs> oh, who knows? Uh, yeah. Ninja Turtles are being added to Brawlhalla. That's cool. Wait, no, go go back to For Honor. You were making a point, and then I interrupted you. No, I mean I said my point. You either like the game or you don't. For and, and like uh, fighting oh, games you're are just say... kind of there if you like them or not. Okay, that, that's really all I wanted to say. So, but yeah, right. Ninja Turtles added to Brawlhalla. That's another like one of those like uh, Smash. I don't know if it's like a Smash clone, but like. It is a Smash clone. I mean, it is a Smash clone, but like, it's kind of like, it's. I mean, it's also slightly different and stuff like that. But that it's it's good. Brawlhalla is another one of those games that Ubisoft kind of just bought out and then haven't really done much. I mean, they, yes, they've supported stuff and they've added characters and whatnot, and I think they added like an esports scene, which it was lacking. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> what I got. Alright. Uh Watchdogs Legion Bloodline. I guess I don't know if it's a D I think it's a DLC pack. Uh basically that they're bringing back two of the main characters from the past two games, uh Adrian Chase and Wrench from Watchdogs 2. I never played Watchdogs 2, so I don't know who Wrench is. But I do remember playing the original Watchdogs game and thinking Adrian Chase is actually kind of a cool dude, honestly. Yeah. A little crazy, but cool. Wrench <laughs> was a uh was like the comedy relief character. He was a funny guy and he was a good NPC. So I'm, 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 I'm just finding it funny that they're bringing him back for the watchdogs Legion and stuff like that. And like, well, I like what, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, that's kind of cool that they're bringing him back. I, I, it was, it was literally this announcement that like got me thinking, I was like, maybe I should give watchdogs another go. <laughs> maybe I should do, just give it one more go. I mean, I was about to ask you, I've never played Legion, like, but you did. What did you think of it? I don't Man, think we've ever talk, you've talked about it on the podcast yet. I, I didn't finish it. Um, I kind of just stopped after I got to this really difficult mission. And now okay. I'm very much out of practice, so it's even going to be even harder if I go back. I'll probably have to do some side quests before I try to attempt that again. But okay. it, it, it was good. I, I, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, the game is very still kind of unoptimized. I don't know. Maybe there's just something in my settings, but like I've got a decent computer and I'm running it at like medium and the game still crashes on occasion. And I'm, gotcha. and I'm just like, could you could you not? I mean, you have a pretty beefy, beefy PC, too. Right? So that shouldn't be happening. Yeah, it really shouldn't. It, you, would, you would think that it shouldn't. I don't know if there's just like I got a bad, bad load or something like that or just like a bad download or something i don't know 
maybe I'll try and uninstall and reinstall the game. Yeah, from what I can tell, it's not super well optimized. So, oh. and then they, I know they recently added like a online mode, and I'm just like, I don't care for online and stuff like that. That's kind of like what killed Watch Dogs One for me. It was that the, the constant online stuff. I feel like that's what killed it for a lot of people. That's what killed it for me. I know. I I got really like fucking irritated. I was like, I just. I just want to play through the campaign, man. I know yep. it's just going to be like a... I, I know it's just going to be like another GTA game. That's just what I want from the game. This PvP does not interest me in the slightest. Also, driving Let in the first game? That. Driving in the first game was ass. <laughs> it was ass. Okay. It, it, was, it was very not good. Watch Dogs 2 improved a lot. Watch Dogs Legion got better. <laughs> from okay. what I from what I remember, it's a lot better than it was in Watch Dogs One. <laughs> uh, there and then the fact is that there were missions in Watch Dogs One where there were car chases and you had to pull somebody over or or like total their car and stuff like that and get them out of their car. And God help me, that those missions were the worst. Not only did they not give you enough tools to like pull over cars and stuff like that. Like it was like driving and hacking at the same time was was almost impossible. I don't know if I don't know if there was an autopilot feature either. No, there wasn't. Uh, For the first Watch Dogs or Legion. Legion, there is. So, like, if you want, if you wanted to, like, you set a course and and stuff like that, and it will take you there. But uh, I don't think it it was in the first game. It was definitely it was not in the first game. No. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I might give Legion another go. We'll see. If I'm, okay. if I'm if I'm bored enough, I might actually try and beat the game. Fair. Uh, then the big one, uh, I feel like for Ubisoft was Far Cry Six. Uh, main they they really talked about ham uh, about making a good villain and stuff like that, which is how you, how you make a really good story when you make the villain like hateable basically it's like when you when you when you say i fucking hate you and that that that's when you know you've gripped somebody far cry has a history of making like really good villains too they do which makes the deals which makes the season pass announcement for far cry 6 even just that much more yeah on it's it's like they know what sells their games pretty much i i do like um far uh, far cry 6's uh more emphasis on like user created weapons obviously like the normal ones like the AK47 all that's still there uh but you have stuff like um from Far Cry New Dawn like the um saw cannon that's returning and we're having more stuff like that so it's varying up gameplay just enough to the fa- to the point where i think it's going to keep player interest longer and it's setting itself apart from other Far Cry games in that sense which which feels nice. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, I don't really What do you, I, what do you think of Far Cry 6? What do you think? Now, I was about to ask you. I I I think it looks I think it looks good. I th- I think it'll be a good time with uh good story. I don't know if I'll end up playing it, but it looks fun. Okay. I, I don't know. It, it, it's just I've never really played the Far Cry series. Never really been interested to play the Far Cry series. So, 
Okay, I got you. This, this so far, this game isn't convincing you. Well, I don't know. It's one of those things that I'm sure if I did buy it, I would, I would have fun with it. I just don't know if I put in, I put in enough time for it to make my while or something like that, or like it's just not my forte. Okay, I got you. What do you think of the season pass that they're releasing that where you can play as like villains from other games? Yeah, that looked kind of interesting. I thought that was like a that was, some, that was like funny thing. Is that basically just like them reliving hell? Basically, it's like I guess that's so. what I got. It's like why am I alive or something like that? It looked like they were like reliving their own hells or whatever and stuff like that constantly. And I was just like, well, this is uh, <laughs> this is pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh man, that 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 was very very much like uh, I don't know what's going on here, but it looks like they're just reliving hells over and over and over. I mean, I'm excited to be able to play as Voss, Pagan Min, and Father from Far Cry Five. Like, they're some of the most memorable like um, people in those games. So being able to actually like play as them, I I think is really cool. I look forward to seeing like what they have in store. Yes. Yeah, especially because like like you told me, I think that the 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 son or whatever isn't actually the main protagonist is still kind of weird to me because they're definitely setting it up to be like that. But then it's just like, oh no, you're playing as like some revolutionary lady or like a terrorist lady or something. I don't know. Yeah, you're playing as some lady whose uh, ship got blown up, I think, and you're joining a resistance uh, army against the guy that essentially did that to you. So you're just another random NPC stumbling upon this really fucked up situation, building up a resistance to take on the main bad guy. Mm. So it's a lot, I mean, a lot like Far Cry 4 and 5 in that aspect, Mm. which I'm personally not a huge fan of. But I'm sure the game will be fine still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? We got Mario and Rabbids, uh, Spark of Hope, which is like, I don't know, it looked like they were like, oh, and now you can consistently walk around the map rather than the, the XCOM type fighting that they've had, like they had in the past game. So it's going from an XCOM game to a Gears of War game. Pretty, pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Where it looks like you like, you move and then like you have certain areas to like do actions and stuff like that. And then you like, that's your turn. Okay. I don't know. So it's still going to be kind of like turn. I don't know. It, it is weird. It's weird. I don't know. Rapids. Yeah, they're crazy. Am I right? I, yep. I, I don't know. When I, when Rapids first became a thing, like Raymond Raving Rapids 1, I thought they were super funny and I really enjoyed them. They've been milked for all that they're worth at this point and this point in time, I have little to no interest in any game that they put out. That's so fair. it's sure it's a game that'll exist. I'm sure people will have fun with it. Yep. Uh, Avatar's Frontier of Pandora. I was kind of like, uh, oh, that that Does this exists. mean we're finally getting a sequel to Avatar. I mean, yeah, hasn't that been in that thing? Haven't haven't we known that for a while now? 
he he's been saying we're gonna get five sequel uh, yeah. heels for years now. And when did the first one come out? I think it was like uh, 2012. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. 2009. 2009. Jesus Christ, that's even later than than I thought. The sequel is supposed to be coming out next year, but we have don't even have a poster. We don't have an exact release date. We know nothing about it. We do have a game coming. Uh, yeah, and I I can't even tell if it's like uh, sto- the story of like the first game because it's like there's all like all the humans are basically like. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. I think it's like I think it's. I don't, I don't know what it is, nor do I really care. Honestly, and no, Avatar is just feeling like one of those things that is like it's, it's being milked. And as a result, I just don't like it because it feels like it's being milked. It's being milked. The only the one movie. <laughs> I know just the one movie is. And the fact is that off that one movie, they have said that there's going to be five new movies. And now there's a game. And so I'm just Listen. sitting here going like, you know, if this is can... a really cool movie and stuff like that. And we all really liked it. Now and then they're like, oh well, now let's just go and make five more. I'm like, no, 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 that's not how this works. You don't just come back from, I don't know, eleven years. I don't know more than that. Uh, Twelve years now, twelve, thirteen years, basically, and just make another one. I mean, if they can bring it back and make it like a really good, like six movie epic, sure. I mean, the game looks interesting. The world of Avatar is a well put together one so i'm looking forward to the game uh, i i will say that i agree that it's being milked. i feel i agree it feels like it's being milked i don't understand how i i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't tell you man I... <laughs> it, yeah uh, yeah it's, it's, it's just so funny i i don't i don't get uh, I don't know. It, it's funny that it, like everyone's like all like all this hype over Avatar, and like you said, it's a it's it's literally from a movie from thirteen years ago, almost twelve, thirteen years ago. I mean, I, the it, the first one was a pretty good movie, though. I know, but it's it's still it's like from so long ago. It, it, it's one thing if it's recent, but like it's just it's just so weird. I don't know. I was never. I like. I liked the movie, but I was never like a. Oh my god! This is like the best movie of all time. I mean, same. I think the thing that really impressed me back during the day was like the CG effects. Like those were way ahead of its time. I That's, will say that. That is that is true. That is true. So, like, upcoming Avatar movies are going to need to do a lot to set themselves apart because while that was while those visuals were impressive from the. For the time, especially, we have definitely have movies that are on par with Avatar at this point. Yeah. In terms of like visual fidelity. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the game will be. Do we know anything about the game other than that exists? I I don't know. I it, that's pretty. That's, uh, they only really showed the cinematic trailer that you're going to be fighting against like the the humans or whatever, and that's about all we know. Okay, here's the story premise. In this new sis, in this new standalone story, 
Play as a Navi and embark on a journey across the western frontier, a never-before-seen part of Pandora. Expect to explore a living and reactive world inhabited by unique creatures and new characters, and push back the formidable RDA forces that threaten it. Mm. So it's Far Cry in outer space. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. With, like, monsters sure. you can ride on and stuff like that and befriend. I mean, it looks good. Why not? I'll play it. Sure. Yeah, I got, I got, no, I got not much else to say about it other than that. It's just like, oh, it, it did exist. It, it just feels weird. But, you know. Cool. Uh, so that's about all I, just, I have for Ubisoft, then. I just pulled up this one story. I just think, it, I just find the title super funny. Avatar 2, which had an original 2014 release date, has been delayed because of the coronavirus pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's about all I had for Ubisoft. Uh, I thought they had some, I thought they had some good games. They showed off Far Cry 6, uh, and uh, like they said, like the expansion pass, everyone was like, oh my god, you can go play as the other villains from the other games. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Rainbow Six looked interesting. I'm sure people will play that, especially if they already play the Rainbow Six games. Uh, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was a pretty good one for Ubisoft. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So. Uh, I, I also look forward to seeing more from each of these games, seeing like extended gameplay demos, I think is going to help a lot, especially for that Avatar game. Yes. Yes, it will. Let's see. We, next, we have uh, the one that you said you didn't watch the of, of all of them, the Devolver Direct, which uh, I'm, I have to say I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> How no. could you? You missed the most entertaining conference of the entire thing. I have never laughed that hard at a at one of these conferences in my life. I I I think at one I think at the end I literally fell out of my chair. That was how much I thought it was uh, how funny it was, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna explain to you in detail why it's so funny. Okay, because <laughs> in classic Devolver style, they decided to make fun of just about everything they could have. <laughs> for this past year <laughs> so let's get into it uh so they started out with uh oh, first off we're gonna go to the games but uh uh shadow war shadow warriors 3 they guys run off uh more gameplay from that uh, i basically look at it as a is a uh, a doom type game where it's like it's constant movement constant fighting oh God. so good though i love the shadow warrior games except for shadow warrior 2 okay keep going I don't know. That's about all I had for it. I'm like, I'm sure if you like Doom, you'll probably like the Shadow Warrior game. So, hey. Yeah. Good example of it, I guess. Uh, here's one I need to remind myself what it was. Uh, Trek to Yumi. What was that game again? Um, <laughs> oh, it's a, it was a, oh, it was the side-scroller like uh, Samurai game. That one looked fun. It's like uh, it very much kind of felt like if Sekiro was a two D side scroller, almost. Or not Sekiro, okay. not not Sekiro, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. In a way, because it felt like it was like uh, you're like a samurai defending his honor or something like that. Uh, 
it looked fun. Like the sword play itself just looked fun. Like there was like, you know how in Ghost of Tsushima you had like the showdowns or whatever, where basically like it would be like you were staring off against like another guy until like until like the right moment where you just made a move. Like yeah. they had that in the game, and I'm just like, ooh, I love those. I mean, I, I'd comment on it. Like I said, I I wasn't. That's the one I wasn't able to get to out of all of them. And I looked up Trek to Yumi, and this is the image that popped up. I'm guessing that's not what you're talking. No, about. that that is that is that is not it. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that one looked interesting. Uh, then they showed off uh, Phantom Abyss, which is basically like. Uh, I guess you could call it like a Fall Guys thing where it's basically like, there's like a bunch of traps and everyone's going for the treasure in the temple and the first one to make it to the te- the treasure wins, basically. I don't okay. know. It's like there's... It, I want... Uh, I, I, I think it's like randomly generated temples and stuff like that. You can retry as many times until somebody wins. Sure. So, that looked kind I mean, of fun. Uh, they had wizard with a gun. <laughs> First off, what a name! <laughs> wizard with a gun. Wizard with a gun. Uh, the gameplay it's like a sandbox survival game. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Don't Starve, uh, but instead of like, uh, instead of just having like tools, you have got spells and a gun. <laughs> what was that? Awful noise that I just made. I I'm know. really sorry. It, it didn't get picked up on your mic. I didn't hear it. Okay. <laughs> I sounded like a dying cat for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, now I really wish it would have caught it. Uh, let's see. I mean, it, it looks fun. <laughs> Wizard with a gun. More, more co-op gameplay, too, with Wizard with a gun. Yep. So. It's not a Left 4 Dead clone, though. Let's get yeah, some definitely credit. hardcore. There, there are a lot of games that are trying to hit that co-op uh, action, though, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you got Death Store, which is like a. They didn't say it was a roguelite, but it definitely looked like a roguelite, and it almost kind of had that Hades type feel to it. So that's neat. Hey, I I dig Hades. I'm down. Yeah, I, I that that was like my first impressions of of Death Door, but I I definitely want to see more from it though, especially if it's if it's like Hades, because it, it, it's like the top down like uh like swordplay thing of it, and it's like you're trying to escape death. I think that's why that's yeah. what I call it. I forget exactly what it was. Uh, then you have Inscription. Uh, it's very like cr- it, this one was like. Just a creepy looking card card base like card based game and stuff like that. It kinda it was like basically if I can to fate was a horror game. <laughs> but I don't think there's like any fighting. I think it's just like you run through scenarios. Oh shit, I've played this before. What oh, you play you played that before? Yeah, this game was on itch. Oh shit. I didn't know this was getting a full release. What? Well, it's getting a full release. There you go. Yeah, I, I remember the whole premise of this. Like, your uh, dad lo- lost in the woods. You're trying to get your son back from, like, some evil creature. There are all these, like, different cards. I remember it was really hard, too. It. Hmm. I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a little t- 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 taken aback at this point. It's nice. like, oh, I've. 
I, I recognize this thing. Nice. I mean, I'm down. Uh, then the last game I have here is Demon Throttle, which I don't remember. So we're going to that one up. Oh, yeah, this is the only... Uh, it's only a physical uh, release of this game, too. But it definitely hit that, like, old-school, pixelated kind of, like, uh, Legend of Zelda vibes, but it's just, like it's also, like, a like a shooter type thing like a co like a co-op shooter type thing it, look, it actually looks kind of fun but apparently it's not going to be digital it's only going to be physical that kind of adds to the charm almost a little bit I'm not gonna lie. I, I will agree to that so when i have written down they're hitting that old school vibes it's it's very true <laughs> all right now i'm gonna explain to look, you it's like because like a lot of uh a lot of those old, old like 2D uh, NES games, kind of like X Men or Akari Warriors. Yeah. None of them were good, which gets me worried. This <laughs> game looks fun though. Yeah. All right, now I'm gonna explain to you all of the things that Devolver did to make fun of everything else. <laughs> okay. So Devolver talked about making their Devolver Cinematic Universe <laughs> with all <of> their games. <laughs> Hey, look! If there's a Devolver Cinematic Universe, I'd fucking watch it. I'm I'm down. They need to make a movie first. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That was just kind of like a cheap, like a like a hey, like let's just make fun of all these things, trying to be cinematic universes and whatnot. And uh, but then okay, now get now. Remember how you know there's like a there's there's a uh. There's a uh, HBO Max and stuff like that, you know. Mm -hmm. You know. You know. There's that. Now there's the Devolver Max Pass. Okay, <laughs> this isn't actually a thing, or is it? I don't know. <laughs> because of course, the Devolver had to make fun of subscription services and stuff like that. <laughs> and apparently, like they were like, "Hey, you could be a Devolver Max Pass Plus thing, but you still have to do premium purchases for all of the games." <laughs> Basically, you still had to buy all the games. <laughs> oh my god! So it's it's just they they committed to the bit so hard they made their own like jackets and whatnot. It was great. <laughs> You're never gonna believe. This. Is this a real thing? Is it real? No, no. What they did though, I I looked up Devolver Digital Max Pass, and on their store they're selling a Devolver Max Pass Plus non-fuckwithable tape. That, I was going to get to that. Okay. I was going to get to that. Then they, yeah, then they said they're going to make a, a tape and call it a non-fuckwithable tape. Because, <laughs> of course, they had to make fun of NFTs. <laughs> and I think right at that moment, I, I said, I, 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 was, I was literally laughing and I fell off my chair. <laughs> I was like, no, who comes up with this shit? Like, like who pitches these ideas to, and stuff like that? I want to meet them and, I, and just shake their hand and stuff like that and go, "Oh my god, you are great!" Oh, but holy shit! And there's only gonna be one in the world, so that way, that way, that it's worth something and it will always be worth something, and that our legacy will live on through this tape. Yeah, you remember VHS tapes? Yeah, because nobody fucking does. <laughs> Dude, I love VHS tapes. Let's not talk about. Oh, man. Before this, it was used to record pornography. <laughs> Wonderful. 
it, it, it's presentation gently recorded on a VHS tape with a tab violently torn out of it, so your little brother or sister can't record over it. Before this, it was used to record pornography. <laughs> I probably missed that. I probably missed that the first time when I first watched it. I, I'm oh. not sure if it was in the presentation. I think it's on their store, though. Oh, their I think digital it was. I was Max Pass store. I was just too busy laughing to probably notice. <laughs> oh man, uh, I just, I just fucking love Devolver. They're so, they're so fucking funny. <laughs> they were the most entertaining. They were, they are by far the most entertaining every year, and they're the ones I always look forward to the most. And I also yeah. love how. E3 didn't even put them on like their main schedule and stuff like that. So people like didn't know what time they were going to be scheduled. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. <sighs> so, yeah, <laughs> so there was definitely some, some good games shown off by Devolver. And I, I, I there was a few I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, Death Store looks fun. Inscription it sounded very intriguing. Um, maybe I'll actually go about picking up Shadow Warriors three. Have you played the other Shadow Warriors? I have game? not. I have not. It's like a very, very vulgar version of Doom, and I love it so much. Okay. Uh, so then we got Gearbox. Gearbox came up after that, and honestly, they didn't have a lot, which is fair considering that they. Don't really make much past Borderlands at this point. They're making Tiny Tina's thingy, but that's basically Borderlands. Okay, <laughs> it's basically Borderlands. Let's 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 face it. The fact is, they push the border like they, like most of their conference was them talking about the Borderlands movie, just to really incentivize that. Hey, we're making a Borderlands movie, and you should watch. All I right. That. I mean, I come know. on. They have pl- they have plenty of like franchises they could work with and they're just not i mean they have aliens colonial marines they have borderlands yeah like um uh, there was that and i was like i do hope the movie's good i really i do yeah. I, I i from what i understand like like uh what is it kate blanchard is like killing it as lilith well, she's just an amazing actress. Yeah, I, I also think she fits. She fits her. perfectly with uh, with Lilith. I think. I think she. I think her just her over like who she is overall just fits with Lilith. Yeah, and then I'm just like Kevin Hart. Just I just can't see him as Roland, man. <laughs> like he, Roland's like this big, like big, bulky dude and stuff like that, and Kevin Hart's like this small little guy like little guy and stuff like that fact is like they had him next to uh randy pitchford and like randy pitchford's like yeah i'm like six three and like and and, like kevin hart's like oh yeah i'm like five eight you're not even taller than like the fact is you don't appear as tall as the guy next to you i'm sorry it's like i I, it just didn't i just i just don't see it I just don't. Uh, I, just, got, I, I also just don't hope that he's like cracking jokes every like three seconds as Roland. He probably will. He will. I yes, know, and will. that's gonna take it out of it. And I'm, and uh, and if if by the end of the movie is basically like if Roland just didn't exist in the movie, then it would be a good movie. Dude, 
Now you've gotten me thinking, like, I if they ever make a fucking Gears of War movie, you know who they need to get as um, fucking Coltrane? They need to get Terry Crews on that shit. They just need to find, like, the most hype guy ever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just Sorry, like, we're talking about the Borderlands movie. I should be. I don't know, but it's just like it. like Kevin Hart is rolling. Like there was no other person. Like there was no like there are a lot of there are a lot of guys. Like it's like you got like The Rock or like a, I don't know. Terry I feel Cruz. like there's like a lot of other guys that could have yeah Terry Crews that they could have played Roland, and they pick Kevin Hart. I don't know. Like I I hope I hope he proves me wrong and stuff like that. I hope he actually does good and, and stuff like that. But man, I just I just don't see I mean, it. I mean, I'm sure he's a good actor. Um, maybe let's see, let's see. I want to see him in costume before. I also like how basically I'm pretty sure Randy Pitchford just decided, hey, I'm we're gonna like do a little promo for the Borderlands movie uh, for our E3 thing. But like, let's do it on the same day that they're filming stuff. So they had basically they walked up to the director <laughs> at the start of it, and there and right next to the director is the is the actress for Tiny Tina, and they just blurred her out. And I'm just like, clearly you didn't plan this. <laughs> Ready Pitch was just like, no, we're gonna do this, and they're like, but we're filming, and I'm like, no, we're still doing this. <laughs> like, okay, okay, maybe. I don't know. That's, oh, look at that. that's maybe. what I thought. Look at that maybe. He can maybe make this work. He has kind of like the facial structure. I, I guess. He just, he just needs to like bulk up and then oh, they need to digitally you, make you don't, you just don't. You just don't get that big though. Over, like, you can. Quickly. You absolutely can. I'm sure. Considering the video that we showed that he that he that he showed with uh, E3. Don't, he's going to get that big that first. <laughs> I I personally I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Oh yeah, I'm I am too. I'm just I'm just saying I'm like I'll, if if all of a sudden Roland's gonna be crack jokes every three seconds, it's gonna take me out of it. And I'm like, this is not Roland. You are not Roland. Yeah, a joke one or two here or there after like a badass moment is 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 great. That's what Roland does. Well, that's more gonna end up being more of a directorial choice than a actor's one. I know, I know. And that's why I'm not going to necessarily put it on Kevin Hart, but yeah, the fact is that like he's a comedian, so I'm going to look at I'm going to look at it. Is there taking a more comedic role with Roland? Probably. What is the Eli Roth? What has he made before? I don't remember. They they said in the middle of the video, and I don't remember what exactly they. He's made the Greek. <laughs> So very um a lot of horror movies. Uh he's made Clown Hostel Part Two, Cabin Fever. He did not make Inglorious Bastards. I'm calling bullshit on that right now. <laughs> yeah, that was Quentin Tarantino. I was like, yeah, wasn't I was like, wasn't that Tarantino? There's knock knock, uh Cabin Fever. Mm. Uh He's made the hostile movies. I know nothing about them. Are they good? Are they good? No, I don't know. He made Piranha 3D, The Man with the Iron Fist, <laughs> Clown. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna hold out hope. Uh, well, considering that it doesn't sound like like that they actually have writers from like Marvel like doing the the story for it. 
Mm-hmm. Also, I want to point out that next to Eli Ross was the voice actor for every Atlas like cutscene you see in every game, basically. So probably tells me heavily implying that they're doing something with Atlas. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so way to way to really drop subtle hints at like what what the story is going to be. Uh, Gearbox. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, and then we got like I guess a little bit more on Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. They they talked a little bit more about it, but not overly much. That's basically, I think I think they had the the voice actors for Tiny Tina kind of talking about what the game's gonna be, and basically that's where we figured out that oh, Tiny Tina is not actually gonna be a playable character. She's gonna be the bunker master. Okay. So I believe that's where they said that that's what it's gonna be, and that it's very much gonna be. Like a Tiny Tina thing that's... It's basically expanded Tiny Tina as Assault on Dragon Keep. Oh. Gotcha. Either way. I mean, I'm down with that. Like, that's way, outside still down, Yeah, still down for it. Uh, Tribes of Midgar, they showed off. That was one of the games that they actually showed off before, and I didn't write down. I think they showed it off at the uh, Summer Games Fest, if I'm not mistaken. That's another co-op game where it's like uh, you're a bunch of like... Uh, kind of like... Uh, you know how Valenheim... It uh, hit big a while yep. back and stuff like that. This is basically like a top-down Valenheim in a way where basically it's like you and like I think seven of your friends can like fight off giant titans that are all trying to def- destroy like the seed of Yggdrasil. And that's like the whole premise behind it. It's bas- it, like you're basically fighting off waves of monsters and, and like titans after so many days. And once you do that, you've won. Okay. I'm... Not bad. It, it it looks all right. Yeah. Yeah. I can only assume that like Valenheim was a big inspiration for this game. You know it was. Oh yeah. You, you absolutely know. It. It you was. know it was. Uh, let's see. And then they showed off uh updates for Godfall. I was, I just it was not a big fan of Godfall. <laughs> it had a ton of problems on launch, and like each. Each suit just did not feel like it did enough to warrant getting all of them or certain things. Whatever you tried to be. I mean, you were excited for it at least at first. Yeah, I mean, it it, it looked interesting, but then I but then I was just like, after playing it a bit, I'm just like, the suits don't feel like they change up the game very much. The um. The, the kills just don't feel satisfying, and it's very much just like a very kind of generic hack and slash game. That's just that's how I feel like it. And I'm just like, yeah, you just, or it felt like a kind of what Kingdom Hearts can feel like at times, where you're basically just mashing buttons and then dodging and blocking whenever you need to. It's just, yeah, not for all the best. I don't know. The the best parts of the game were when you parried a boss and whatever and got to do like a really cool move. Like there was one boss where you would after you did like a big parry, you would take their giant ass weapon and smack them with it. And it was great. <laughs> nice. That was the best part of the game right there. Uh, so, yeah, that, that I mean, that's really all. It's really all Gearbox really showed off. I hear it's coming to PS4 now. It is, which I, I was kind of like surprised that it wasn't. But then I remember it had like that. I don't know if it was an exclusivity deal or if it was just like a deal they made with Xbox or whatever. I don't remember. Is it, is, it, is it coming to Xbox? 
I thought it was on Xbox. Am I, am I God, wrong about that? Godfall absolutely isn't. No, I don't think so. I thought it was already awesome. On. Was it was it only PC then? I think it's just PlayStation and PC. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Platforms. Yeah. PlayStation Five, PC, and it's coming to PS4 now. Really? Huh. I thought it was. I thought it was on Xbox. Huh. Look at that. Well, that explains why I didn't hear much about it. It only came out on PC and only through the Epic Games Epic Game Store launcher. Yeah, and that's why I didn't hear much about it and why uh, there was not a lot of uproar about the fixing the game at the start. I find it interesting that PlayStation is doing that with a lot of games. They did it with Godfall. They're doing it with... Uh, uh, they did it with Bugsnax, which was how I was able to play that game. And apparently they're also going to do it with Kena Bridge of Spirits and the Pathless. I'm very happy that they put the Pathless on there because that is how I was able to experience that game. Yeah, but yeah, that, that, I mean, that's basically Gearbox. I don't really know what I was expecting and stuff like that. I guess I was expecting the Borderlands ones. They didn't really talk about Borderlands 3, of what what they really want to do with Borderlands 3. Just kind of, like, uh, weird to me. Probably nothing. Fowdy, yes. I don't know. It's just like they, they've recently... Well, they announced the second season pass, and then they announced, like, they put a new raid in the game. And stuff like that. And they haven't done much since. So either they don't have anything to show off or they wanted to they wanted to really focus on Tiny Tina's Wonderlands and stuff like that, which is fine. Because that was cool. Weird. I figured they'd be moving on to like Borderlands 4 or something, but at this point. No, they uh they put out a second season pass for it, so Okay. And they're constantly okay. patching the game. Every week they do like a small patch, but either nerfing or I think they haven't nerfed really a gun in a while, but they've definitely kind of pseudo buffed uh, some guns and weapons and shields and whatever. Gotcha. So they're they're trying to make the game at least like uh, reasonable and stuff like that. But like it, it's getting to the point where I went back to the game because uh, my my cousin wanted to play it, and I was playing with my brother and him, and we were just like, I don't know what to do. Like we, I feel like we've grinded for all like the best gear and stuff like that, and now it's just like I we're all just kind of waiting for stuff. You could always play a game that's not Borderlands. Yeah, no, and that, and that's what's happening. But I'm just like, it, it's what happens when you don't when you don't consistently put out new content for a game like that. Yeah, I can only assume COVID's doing something big from that one, and then uh, probably a lot of people that were working on Borderlands Three are now working on Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. So there's that. Thank you so much for listening to part one of our E3 breakdown. Be sure to listen to part two when it comes out. Uh, until then, please give a like and subscribe to That's Just Gamer Talk. Be sure to follow me, TheGamer124, at twitch.tv slash TheGamer124 to join in live on the chat and participate in the podcast. Be sure to give Tom Cruise Can't Lose a follow at his Twitch channel as well. He's always playing interesting video games. Uh, and we'll see you all next week. And be sure to check out part two. Bye.